Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The headline sort of says it all. Facing defeat, Lamont withdraws uh, regs phasing out new gas car sales. It's sort of the biggest news story in Connecticut. I don't know if, if, if Mark Pazniokas and Jan Ellen Spiegel broke it or not, but... Either way, it's the first article I saw on it. So, uh, Mark joining us now, ctmirror.org. Did you break it, Mark? Yes, yes. Well, there you go. Congratulations. That's a good story. It's a big story. In To me, like, I have, there's so many levels to it, and I'll, I'll give you a specific question in a second, but I'll just tell you where my head is at. I mean, I think in the macro, the excitement over electric vehicles is sort of waning. The car companies are sort of pulling back a lot of their capital expenditures on it. And there's a little bit of, you know, they're staying on the lots longer. Then locally, this is it a loss for for Lamont? Were D- Democrats going to defy what he wanted? Is this all about getting legislation done and not a 14-person committee? Or is it about the real, real hesitation about, about following California here? So, And is this just a blip on the road toward the inevitable of electric vehicles. So those are all the little nuances and big nuances here. Uh, but my question to you, Mark, is sort of what happened? Well, uh, numbers is what happened. So Connecticut has an unusual process for um, adopting regulations. Um, it goes before the, the legislature, a committee that is evenly divided among Democrats and Republicans. So this is a, a an arena where the Republicans have some real power. So they were united against these regulations. And there are two Democrats on the committee, both senators, Kathy Austin and Joan Hartley, who made clear that um, they had serious reservations. Joan Hartley told me um, that, yes, she was a definite no vote. Uh, Senator Austin kind of hedged when when she spoke to me yesterday, but it was the assumption was she was a no vote. So you have that piece. So the regulations were not going to go forward. So the Lamont administration pulled them back. Um, as a procedural matter, if the committee had voted to disapprove them, the full legislature has the ability to overturn the committee. But if you went down that path, all you can do is um, overturn the disapproval. You can't revise the regulations. So oh. what is what is probably going to happen here, and we'll find out more this afternoon when Governor Lamont and uh, Democratic legislators are holding a press conference to talk about the path forward on this. Um, by doing a separate bill in the next session, you can make some changes. And 
one of the things they're looking at is what Colorado did, which is they adopted the timetable in the so-called California standards, um, but only up to a point because the way this works, it's not all or nothing. There's a phase out of the new vehicle sales of gasoline powered cars through 2035. Um, so Colorado is going to bail out uh, in a few years. So they're going to get to a certain percentage of, of having zero emission vehicles um, offered for new sales. And then they're going to revert to the federal standards. And by the way, the federal standards also put the United States on a path towards um, greatly eliminating um, new car sales of gasoline-powered cars. But it's not 100% in 2035. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's in, you know, 10 years from now or, or less, it's, uh, you know, it's somewhere like 67% is what Colorado was looking at. But, but you know, to your point about the manufacturers, you know, General Motors, has talked about um, sales slowing, although the president of GM insists that they are still committed to offering a product line in 2035 that's going to be all zero, zero emission vehicles. Now, whether that proves practical, because, again, one of the reasons for this long timetable is you get to see how the market adjusts. You get to see how the states beef up their electric infrastructure to make sure that the um, power is sufficient um, to handle all these vehicles. And then, of course, you have the more difficult issues of how people in the cities or people who live in apartment buildings, wherever, how they will have access to charging stations, whether it's where they live uh, at night or whether it's where they work during the day. Right. We're talking with Mark Pazniokas, ctmirror.org, who, along with uh, Jan Allen Spiegel, broke the story on the withdrawal of the vote today on that, um, uh, the, the basically the the concept of not selling any new gas-powered vehicles in Connecticut at, at, by 2035. Uh, we, we're a little tight on time, you know, but I think the most important thing you mentioned there is, it, which I did not know, is that if if they had voted and it, it got voted down, they couldn't, they couldn't, they can only take away, they couldn't revive the concept. So now pulling back, they can at least legislate this in a way that people want. And it seems like even um, it shouldn't have been partisan. Even de- Democrats are just saying, like, let the the whole, you know, assembly, you know, vote on something like this. Now, my question to you is: is is this considered? Should we look at this as a as a loss for Lamont? Well, it will depend on what ultimately happens. Because remember, this was not a repudiation by the majority of Democrats in his party. This was one or two senators on a committee of fourteen. So it remains to be seen if it really is a repudiation. Um, and the, the governor, you know, the governor and his administration make clear that also that they didn't originate this, that we got on this road based on a law passed in 2004, ironically enough, when there was a Republican governor. And that was passed overwhelmingly. But this issue has become more and more partisan in Hartford and in Washington. So, yes, I think this will be a significant test, not just what it means for Lamont, but really what is the state of play in Connecticut um, among the Democratic majority legislators about um, the enthusiasm to go forward with 
pushing the market, reinforcing what the automakers say they are moving towards mm. anyway. Um, you know, Speaker Ritter makes the point that regardless of what Connecticut does, the market in this area is going to be more and more electric vehicles because New York has signed on to this timetable. Massachusetts, I think Rhode Island has as well, but New Jersey. So, you know, these bigger states really drive the markets here. And, and that's why California has been so influential because, you know, the California standards, um, as I'm sure you know, is that's the only state that's allowed to do its own standards. And other states have the option of following the federal standards or California. Right. California standards predate the Federal Clean Air Act. And one of the ironies here, given the state of uh, politics, is that those were devised when Ronald Reagan was, pre uh, I'm sorry, was governor of California. Right. And um, the feds allowed it when Richard Nixon, you know, signed the Clean Air Act into law um, in 1971. So these used to be bipartisan approaches to uh, controlling air pollution. Um, it's become very, very partisan. Yeah, good stuff, Paz. We appreciate it. We'll learn more this afternoon, of course, and uh, thanks for the time. My pleasure. All right, Mark Pazniokas from ctmirror.org. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.